Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? You know, when we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do I get the show into all the apps people like to listen to? You know, best of all, how do we like to make money off this podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to to podcast right away. In fact, that's what we're doing right now by reading this ad. You know, I like to listen to, to my scary podcast during the week while I'm at work. And man, let me tell you, it just gets me in an extra zone so I can keep working all day long. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. of the high-low sports podcast one that we have uh, kind of neglected to do uh that we said we would do and uh, just kept pushing it off and pushing it off and then football came and we pushed it off more it's hard when they play a different game every a different 15 games every night it's like well when do we do this now Ex- as soon as we do it something else happens exactly so obviously we're talking about the the playoff bubble the nba playoff bubble uh we are in the conference final almost and then there were five <laughs> so we still have one game to go one game seven um our, all of our unanimous Eastern Conference final teams and the Bucks, uh, well, they didn't make it. Thanks, Miami, for um, the money. Yeah, Miami and Boston, if you guys have missed that. I called, them, I called Miami and Boston playing against each other in the playoffs just like round one, not conference finals. Roughly so, two weeks ago. <laughs> so I'm taking my win where I can get it, though. Uh, but and then in the West, you still you have the Lakers, obviously, the Lakers and LeBron. They, they, they clinched their spot in the, the conference finals. 
But it's the other L.A. team that's struggling right now. It's not looking good, and as long as the Lakers lose the first game of every series, they're just fine. You just got to <laughs> lose game one. So we have Devin join us. He was with us for the playoff bubble predictions as well. And, well, you were right about one thing. What was that? Yeah, you were right about one thing, and that was Luka. God. Luka. Can we, can we skip this part? Luka was a beast. Uh, Luka just turned the bubble. He was so good. Luka just killing it. It's a shame that he didn't really have anyone else on his team and that he couldn't consistently shoot from three unless the game was on the line at the very end of the game. Uh. Look, my prediction of Luka not making the playoffs looked really freaking good until COVID happened. And then, well, COVID happened, and the Mavs were, yeah, gifted a playoff spot. So thank the NBA for letting Luka Magic happen in the playoff level. I know I appreciate it, but my picks don't appreciate it. To be fair, all of our picks are dead after the Bucks and the Heat kind of ruined that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, looking back at some of the series, though, we we talked about the Bucks. They lost to the Heat. What a crazy series that was. Like, who has – the Heat beating the Bucks, other than you, obviously, DJ. Uh, that was I, – I felt there was a little homerism going on there when you first told me you were picking the, the Heat, but I I, I got to say you, uh, bravo there, sir. The Heat did what the Colts do, basically. They built a wall and said, good luck getting through it. And Giannis could not get through it, and then his ankle exploded, and they still couldn't get through it. Yeah. I mean, Devin, you were, kind of, you were all along – you were kind of with the Heat bandwagon with me as well before we were doing the playoff picks. You had them doing pretty decently as well. Yeah, no – Especially after a couple of weeks and especially early into the bubble, the Heat's defense, my goodness, they have one of the most tenacious defenses I've seen with Jimmy Butler in the lead. I'm excited about them and the Celtics, those two, def- two very defensively strong teams playing against each other. I mean, Jimmy's only lost one game in the bubble. Like, every game, the only games the Heat have lost are that one where Giannis went down and they kind of just took the foot off the gas and went to, like, double overtime or whatever it was. And then the games that Jimmy has heard are the only time the Heat have lost in the bubble. When everyone's healthy-ish, they're un- they're technically undefeated, more or less. I mean, yeah. And honestly, this is the perfect matchup for the Heat because they come into this game only having lost one game, like you mentioned. Jimmy's only lost one in the, in the playoff. They come in only playing out of a possible 14 games through two rounds. They've only played nine games. Whereas, you know, you have the Celtics who just came off a Game 7 win against the Raptors. Coming in a little tired, a little banged up. The, the Heat have had time to sit. I, now, granted, we're in the bubble, so them sitting is like five days. <laughs> but still, they've had a chance to sit and get healthy, get ready for this. It's it's kind of setting up to be a really good series coming in. And they've got a chance to sit back and watch Game 6 and 7, too. where you Because you know the Celtics aren't like saving anything for the Heat. It's not like, oh, we're, just sit, we're not showing our best stuff. They threw everything in the kitchen sink at the Raptors to get out of there. Because when you're up 3-1 and then you're up 3-2... And, oh, God, it's 3-3, and we're in Game 7. You're not going to be like, well, we can't run this play. That'll get Jason Tatum wide open because the Heat might see it. It's, we're not going to see the Heat if we don't run this play. So then, yeah. And Eric Spolster is a genius. He's a top-five coach in the league, so he's writing that down on his clipboard back home. Him and Pat Riley are shooting the, shooting the ish and just taking notes like, all right, so this is what they're going to do. This <laughs> is what we're going to do. This is where we're going to unleash Jimmy Butler. This is where Tyler Hero is going to pull up from 40. Dead. This is where Duncan Robinson's going to shoot 77% from three somehow, and it makes no sense. <laughs> no, yeah, you mentioned those those Raptors, those pesky Raptors, man. I know we didn't expect much of them, but Kyle, playoff Kyle came into play and kind of showed that even without Kawhi, we, they're, still, they're still competitive. 
I, I hate to say it, but uh, Kyle Lowry's look, he rewrote his entire career in the last uh, 700 days or so. I mean, <laughs> yeah. all he had to do was drop a DeMar DeRozan size weight from his ankles, and he's looking pretty damn good in these in these playoffs. I mean, him and DeRozan, oh, yeah. perennial chokers. Without DeRozan, clutch Kyle. Yeah. I don't know, man. Predator Kyle, man. He was going for ba- just going for baskets. And he was like to me. When I think of Kyle. I always think of him as like the Robin to either DeRozan's Batman or Pascal and the Claws Batman. And just this series, the Celtics, man. He was just going for baskets. It was insane. All they needed was Real Pascal final. Siakam to be Robin or Alfred, but instead you got. Bruce Banner's T-shirt, basically, out of him. It was absolutely terrible. He I'm, could he lost them that series against the Celtics. It was exclusively on "Look at me, I am Captain Now's fault." Look, if we're keeping with the Batman reference here, we got the Stephanie Robinson of Robins, the one who got fired from being Robin. So the only one to ever have that happen to. Little nerd com- moment for me. So little nerd moment. I've never seen you so happy. <laughs> but no, I mean, like really, Pascal just did not show up and. Honestly, that's all you needed was him to him to give you a decent effort. His his averages. If he gives you his averages, you win this series walking away. And you know we talked about Kyle going for buckets. Kyle was doing this against Kemba. Like Kemba's not a slouch on defense. Don't get me wrong; he's not great by any means, but he's not any any slouch. And then when it's not Kemba guarding him, it's Marcus Smart, arguably the best on ball defending guard in the league, and he's still giving him buckets. Yeah, just giving him the business, man. It was. Uh, it was something to watch, and it, it sucks because I do love Kyle. I mean, you know, he had a little stint there in Sacramento that I still love him for. <laughs> never, uh, n- never did much. Obviously, nobody on that team did much, but, yeah, this, I digress. But, so before we get into the West, let's go ahead and give our picks for the East. Guys, we got Heat Celtics. Well, if I'm not mistaken, I had the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals, especially once we did the bubble repicks because the defense, the way they play the shooting. So I'm going to stick with the Heat, and I just think it's a good matchup for them. The Celtics are nice, but they don't really have anyone down. I mean, Tice is nice, not no pun intended there, but <laughs> he's not exactly a force in the paint, so that will give Bam some room to work. I think they just have the players. Jimmy can guard Kemba if they need to. He can guard Jason Tatum. The Raptors don't really have anyone to guard Jason Tatum, and it showed. Jimmy's second-best two-way player in the game, arguably. I don't know the way he's playing in the bubble. It might be the first. I'd still give Kawhi that nod. I mean, two-time defensive player of the year. Like, so he still gets it on just gangster reputation alone. But like, that's true. Who he's better than Paul George in my opinion. I mean, oh yeah. It's not, as far as like versatile two-way players, he actually knows how to score the ball on the offensive side. There's such a thing as playoff Jimmy, and it's not an embarrassment. <laughs> I'm trying to think, who else do you re- maybe Giannis, of course, but he, like Jimmy just beat Giannis. So as far as two-way players, it's hard to go against Jimmy Butler right now. So. Going with the Heat, I'm going to say it's in six because it is the Celtics. They they are to be respected. I think it's two two, and the Heat just win the last two. They can they get so hot from outside. Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, even Jay Crowder when he's not pretending he's on the when he's not playing like he was on the Cavs. As long as he plays any other point in his career, they can hit from anywhere. Devin, what about you? Oh, uh, so for me, I mean, I just lost twenty bucks betting against the Heat. So. Shame. So you're gonna lose another twenty betting against the Heat. So I'm thinking, just with what I'm watching, and just like I was saying, the defense on the Heat. I think that's the X factor, and that's what's gonna make it make a difference. Just Jimmy Butler and just that nose to the grindstone mentality. I think he just brings to that Heat team. They are all just super tenacious, and I think they're gonna win the series. Five in five games. Oh, you think they're gonna win it pretty comfortably and just Ooh. a gentleman sweep? All right. I have a gentleman sweep. I think the Celtics will win game three. 
the rest of the way. Just heats the entire way. I will say it might be harder for Jimmy to get buckets just because the Celtics have so many wing defenders, and you can throw Marcus Smart at him. You can kind of throw Jason Tatum at him, who can play defense. You can throw Jalen Brown at him. They got people, so maybe Jimmy Butler's not going to go off for thirty like we've seen him do against everybody else. But the Heat are so deep, and they have so many people that can get buckets. That's what. I mean, we haven't even seen Kelly Olynyk, and he's supposed to be. (sighs) He's. I haven't even seen him play, and he's supposed to be a versatile stretch four that can give you options. Kelly Olynyk is a Wizards fan. Is like the bane of my life. Same with Cavs fans. Guys just stole all of my thunder. Just got taken right out of the building, just like they did. You were really you were banking on that Kelly Olynyk. No, yeah, he was my dark horse behind Tyler Hero. Um, Obviously, I have this game going to the Heat, but I have it going seven. Um, I have Tyler Hero playing Hero. I mean, talked about Batman earlier. Now we got Hero talk. I mean, literally, this is something out of the comic books. Tyler Hero is gonna just come in and continue doing what he's doing all season, really. And once we came back from the bubble. He's you got need a big shot. You got Jimmy or you got Tyler Hero that can knock it down. So take your pick. They're both gonna. And knock you got it down. Duncan Robinson too, who's proven that just give him a little space and he'll pull up on anybody. That dude, I, honestly, sharpshooter. Like he's he's the next Kyle Korver. If Kyle Korver could take a shot with somebody in his face, and he could kind of dribble and penetrate a little bit. Not great, but he can move with the. He's kind of like what they wanted JJ Redick to be all those years ago, coming out of Duke. Just JJ turned into a. One of the greatest just random catch-and-shoot guys <laughs> yeah. we've ever seen. But. Running off a screen, I'm giving the ball to J.J. Anything else, not giving the ball to J.J. <laughs> Pretty much exactly. <laughs> and there's, of course, before we get the unsung, not really a hero, but a guy that's always in your back pocket, your boy Goran Drog is just sitting oh, there. Man. He hasn't done a whole lot. He's been a little rough in some spots, but you never know when he's going to when he's gonna come out. I mean, he has his bursts. Yeah, no, Goran Dragic, man. That dude is still – He did, I think he, he he had the chance to step back this in this bubble and – Kind of just let his team do what he did because he, this is the first time he's had a whole team. He could just be like, uh, "Yeah, guys, I'm the fifth option. Just, just let me kind of dribble a ball and find a guy. I'll get it up the court. I'll guard my guy. I'll Don't get, worry about me. I'll take a wide open shot if they all collapse on you, Bam or Jimmy. But uh, I'll be out here if you need me. He's what Mike Bibby was for, or sorry, Jason Williams was for the Heat team in 2006 when they won the title. Exactly, just the guy to bring the ball to the court and give the ball to the scorers and occasionally hit a shot. Yeah, maybe do a, something cool on occasion. That's all he's done. Uh, six man to Goran Dragic has been like one of my favorite things this NBA season, pre and post bubble. I just love him coming off the bench. I think it gives them so much more options. Because I mean, he's a starter caliber player coming off the bench. It's crazy. Exactly. And that kind of does it for the East. Sounds like we're all on the heat. I think after what they did to the Bucks, we're having a hard time picking against them anyway. Plus, none of us really – I might be wrong, but I don't think any of us picked the Celtics to get past anyone, get past the Bucks either. So, Yeah, no, I had them losing yeah. Uh, yeah, to the Bucks pretty handily, actually. So, honestly, I think this is a better matchup for the Celtics. But when you honestly weigh it down player by player and what you've seen in the bubble, it's – uh, sorry, Celtics. You guys forgot to show up for the bubble. <laughs> and, I mean, the biggest thing, like, the one thing we didn't even talk about was the big old man Bam. Like, who's gonna guard Bam? Like, uh, yeah, that's a that's a great question that nobody has an answer for, and that's why we didn't bring it up. <laughs> Maybe Tyson yeah, kind of annoying, but the big old Bam in, in the bat in, in the post, just doing that thing. You know who could guard him? Out Horford. But <laughs> ooh, yeah. Ooh. Nobody won that did nobody won that one because now he's stuck on the Sixers mess, but I digress. So we'll head on to, we'll, <laughs> just head, we'll just head to the West Coast now where the Lakers we already talked about it. You lose game one, you win four in a row. It's their method. LeBron's fantastic, AD's fantastic. They play really good defense, kind of shock, honestly, how they've been playing defense in the bubble. 
And so they pretty much clinched their Western Conference spot easily. However, the other unanimous favorite Clippers are taking on the Nuggets. The Nuggets down 3-1 to the Jazz. Epic comeback even in spite of Donovan Mitchell doing his best Dwayne Wade, Michael Jordan impersonation. Down 3-1 to the Clippers. Managed to force the Game 7 in spite of Kawhi being Kawhi. So, Devin, do you still have, do you still think the Clips could take it? Do you think this is still Clippers' series to lose? I think it's Clippers' series to lose. I think they win. Um, I, I don't know. I was thinking Clippers were going to win it all at the beginning of the season. I'm sticking with it. Uh, I think the Clippers are going to win this game. I think you're going to have Kawhi just take over and just kind of be a monster and just t- finally take that game over, win game seven, and it'll be playing the Lakers. I think he has to take over. He's probably got to score like 40 and then have a couple steals and lock up Jamal Murray because Jamal Murray in the bubble, my goodness. Possibly second best player in the bubble, if not first best. He's With right. playoff performances, first best. Quite possibly, yeah. He's definitely in that conversation. He's right up there. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, if he got to play more games, I think he'd obviously be up there too. Like there's – holy moly, just holy moly. And then Jokic, too. Jokic is showing up these last three games when they've been down 3-1. The last few games, he's showed up, too. And that's when you have Jokic and Murray, that's a modern-day one-two punch that no one's really had an answer for when they're both clicking. So, Yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, DJ, what about you? What do you got? I'm still sticking with the Clippers as well. When you have Kawhi Leonard, Doc Rivers, kind of Paul George, Montrez, like they, they went across the board except for Jamal Murray and Jokic at center. Everywhere else, the Clippers win in almost a landslide. I mean, just looking at it, Michael Porter Jr., we said he's nice. He's not Paul George. He's not Kawhi. He's not Lou Williams, even when he with Magic City. He's Patrick Beverly should be better, but he's still an option to lock down. Like, Clippers are just too deep. I, I can't see them losing Game 7. I just If Kawhi's as good as we all think he is and believe he is, this is the game he takes over. He says, playoff peak, get out of here. I can't have you lose this game. Yeah. No, I did, I, look, I can't pick against the Clippers right now. I had them getting to the, the conference finals and playing the Lakers in the conference finals and beating the Lakers to face off against the Bucks, to to lose to the Bucks. But anyways, I would like them to still make it to the finals to lose to the Eastern Conference team. But um, and You just want half of it to be right, basically. Yeah, but no, I, I, you literally look at this and you're like, okay, Kawhi's the only guy. Like, crap. What, what needs to happen? Well, look, Montrezl Harrell is... Where are you at right now, my guy? Morris, where are you at? You know, you got playoff P looking like playoff F. I don't know what to call him. I'll give him playoff C minus. He's had some pretty decent, like, 26 and 4 type games. He just, there's, he's had random spurts of, what are you doing, Paul? Yeah, like, you know, there's so many weapons on this Clippers team. I can't sit here and look at them and not think, it, one game do or die, that, that team's going to win. Like, in theory, you have the best coach left in the playoffs, too, I mean, in Doc Rivers. I mean, obviously, Eric Spolster's in that conversation. Yeah. But, like... I know. I, I mean, I think as far as your player personnel, managing your player personnel goes, I think Doc is that guy. Um, I do have question his his tactics a little bit now nowadays. I mean, he, he kind of has gotten away with a lot in his career because... When you tactically have not sound and you have just so many lo- <laughs> and then chris paul's you have so many damn players all over the t- you've had hall of famers throughout your winning yeah, career. like hey we're gonna play a triangle with these three guys um you two guys just go stand out there it's like well like, wait a minute i'm playoff paul george though yeah, yeah. you go stand over there yeah. well, okay i'm gonna be out of rhythm when you randomly give me the ball in the third quarter but okay exactly so you know i, I question his tactics but on paper i don't think this is not a game game sevens are not game sevens of tactics you know they are purely like 
we're going to ball out and it's it's about to be playground basketball for 45 minutes there will be three minutes worth of actual basketball like i mean it's eight times out of ten the best player wins game seven i mean yeah. i know we talked about we'll go back to the nuggets first one Donovan Mitchell was the best player in the series, but Game Seven, I think that Jamal Murray was the best player, and that and it came down to Donovan Mitchell, but he dribbled the ball off. He actually lost the ball. Yeah, and rough, you know, rough, rough, rough game for, to, rough way to end it for for Donovan Mitchell, and that that series alone. I wish that series was this series or even the conference finals because they deserved that one hundred percent. Like that was a doozy. But no, yeah, I mean, unless the Nuggets get a triple double out of Bull Bull right here, <laughs> or out of Michael Porter Jr. or you know something crazy like that, there's. This this isn't this isn't going their way, and it's not going to be like a blowout. But it's you know, I think they're twelve point need, game. They need Paul George to basically give you four. They need Paul George to have like a four fourteen shooting night. Like I can't see. We joke about yeah. playoff being on this, but I can't see him not showing up and popping in twenty six points. I think Kawhi is going to go off, control the game, get his forty. Yeah, but I I think Paul George contributes. Montrez will get you a double double. Lou will give you a random twenty. I think this is the game they put it together because even they've admitted we've just been coasting, like which that's on Doc Rivers. You can't let that be even something they think about. Yeah. But I think this is the one they finally lock in. They You have three all-NBA caliber defenders and the sixth man of the year and the last sixth man of the year before that. Like you have two sixth man of the years. Yeah. There's no reason you can't uh, pull this Two together. defensive player of the years at one point in time. I don't think PG got it, although he should. No, because oh, they man. gave it to Gobert because the shoulder. That's right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Coulda, shoulda been him, arguably. But uh, yeah. So I mean, but you still have two of the best wing defenders in the game. Two top uh, five. One and three. I think one and three. I'll go one and four, but same difference. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Like we're splitting hairs. Like Pat Beverly. And he's exactly. a yeah. bulldog. One of the best guard guarders. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, he just fouled out in 18 minutes with two points in the last game, so he needs to kind of. Get I don't some. get that man on my team for points. I get that man on my team for pissing off that guy. Problem is, he has a tendency to eject himself, pissing off that guy, and causing negative plays. So he's got to get his head out of his, you know what? But when I he's need, locked in and just playing defense and occasionally catch and shooting, that's remember, where you need him. Remember the heyday of seeing Lance Stevenson versus LeBron? Yeah, but Lance Stevenson could get buckets randomly. Well, no, no, so here's the thing. So Patrick Beverly can get randomly get buckets. He has not shown it. But. When Lance was on his game, his defense was amazing. But if he wasn't, his defense was real quick. Oh, God, I got six, and it's the first half. Oh, no. So Patrick Beverly's along those same lines of, look, man, if you if you come out with a, a dog mentality and he gets under their skin that way, I mean, that man can stop almost anybody. When he's not too busy trying to make fun of Damian Lillard during the play-in games, and then suddenly he gets in, and Paul and Pat Beverly's nowhere to be seen the entire playoff run, and his team's about to give up a three-one lead if he's not careful. He sees he should see Jamal Murray over the back. Oh shit, I gotta stop that. Yeah, like, it is my job to contain that a little bit. I think they've been putting on Gary Harris, and that's kind of just not worked out pretty well for him. And Jamal's cooking. There's a reason for that. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, Pat, you get over there. Kawhi, Paul George, why don't you please stop this monster? Yeah. So it's not really been not really been pretty. But so I guess we all have the Clippers going forward. Looks like we all have Clippers heat in the final. Well, no. Oh, sorry. A little, little too soon. <laughs> a little bit. All right. So I guess since we already talked about it, Devin, how do you have the conference finals playing out? Oh, uh, I've got Clips beating the Lakers. I just I, – I started with them. Just in my gut, I just think they're the best team in the West. And I think they'll beat the Nuggets and then they'll beat the Lakers. I think it'll go seven. I don't think it's going to be something crazy like a, a five-game series. 
So what you're saying is, in spite of everything we have seen in the last two playoff series with the Clippers, you still think they're the best team and they're going to pull it off against the Lakers. They're going to have just like a second identity ready to go. Are you? I, I just can't bet against Kawhi and Paul George, even though Paul George is playing terrible right now. And not terrible, but not great. But just Kawhi, I think, in my opinion, is the best player in basketball currently. Got and a I think second, he'll win you that big game. And you got a second... Oh, he got a second career triple-double the other day, too, so good on him. Yeah, that was, that was impressive, too. In a losing effort, in a second triple-double he has literally ever gotten in his entire career. Didn't Playoffs and regular. Didn't, wasn't his first triple-double in a loss, too? Yeah, against the Heat, and I think yeah. it was this year, if I'm not mistaken. So, quiet. Stop right. getting a triple-double. <laughs> when you know you're getting close, don't go for the rebound. Or just don't, or you know, don't go for the assist because... Oh, yeah, you, never mind. Boardman gets paid. Just yeah, kidding. Yeah, exactly. And at the same time, he's his passing is... Uh, he doesn't really pass people up, but it's more of like, well, I'm triple team, so that guy's right there. It's not that hard. Or it's just throws it, throws it up court, and the guy makes a shot. It's not really throwing, passing people open like you see LeBron and the quintessential point guards do. This is more of my monster's hands, palm the ball 15 feet away from me, and I flick it, and then Paul George makes a random-ass shot. Or Montrezl Hale randomly dunks on nobody. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's 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 the whole team guarding me? Oh, hang on. Hang on, guys. I got this with Maurice. Hang on. Uh, there you go. You guys do what you want with that ball. Just don't miss. And if they try and go the other way, I'll block with my middle finger casually. Yeah. No, no. Was... All right, so you got the Clippers and the Heat going at it. Who do you think takes that yeah. one then? So I think the Clippers are going to take it. Um, been riding the Clippers since thinking they're going to win the whole thing since the beginning of the year. I kind of want to stay with it. Hopefully the Clipper train doesn't go early and they actually win game seven against Denver. Uh, or this is all really silly hmm. but I think when they play the Heat I think they match up the best if they play with some passion and don't let the Heat get ahead of them and are actually playing with a little gusto um, like the Heat have been hmm. and other teams have been playing with a little fire underneath them I think if the Clippers do that they can easily win they'll beat Miami in the finals so I think they'll win in, game, in six games I just think when you've got two of the best, like, three um, just wing players in the league right now, you've got two of the best six men, uh, Pat Beverly, who can sometimes just be one of the most, one of the best irritants in the NBA, just pisses other point guards off sometimes. And I just think with all of that combined, I, I, think, I think the Clippers will beat the Heat in six games. All right, respectable, respectable. I like it. I would honestly just want to see Kawhi and Jimmy Butler play one-on-one to 21 because you know both ends of the court, they're going to try to kill each other. That's what I want to see. What are you talking about? Isn't that what the whole finals is going to be? Well, I don't want Paul George to randomly take over and win or lose a game for the Clippers or somehow bam to get a triple-double and bin. I want to just see those two one-on-one. Okay, all right, fair enough, fair just enough. Because you know they will fight. They're well, so since that's not an option for what we can actually pick, uh, DJ, <laughs> give us your... <laughs> One can dream. I mean, I don't know why I had to try and take this away from me. I'd be down for some three-on-three with the two teams. Just Kawhi, Paul George, pick your other guy, and then, like, Jimmy Butler, Hero, Bam. I'd be down for that. Someone's been playing a lot of 2K recently. I'm going to need you to put that in the 2K controller. (laughs) I just might have to do that. So I'm going to – I picked the Lakers to win this year, win the finals, come out of the West. I put money on them to come out of the West. So I'm going to say they beat the Clippers. I'm going to say they do it comfortably. I'm going to say it's six games and they're up 3-1 at one point. I think that the Clippers are honestly just selling themselves way too thin. They're coming up way too short too often. 
there's some chinks in that armor that I think Jokic and Jamal and the squad have exposed. And you know LeBron and AD and all them, they're looking at this like, oh, really? So that's what's the reason you've given up 17, 16-point leads, it seems like. So that's how they're coming through your defense. Oh, that's right. Patrick Beverly is really tenacious, but uh, he can get got pretty quickly. Oh, that's right. Kawhi's fantastic, but he doesn't play defense the entire game. Oh, that's right. Paul George has his holes. Like, I think they're taking notes of this. If they're not, they're silly. If they're just staying home playing Madden 2K, that's ridiculous. But I think the Lakers are going to see something, and I think they're going to take it in six games from the Clippers while also being up 3-1 at one point. They're going to lose the first game. That's mandatory in every Lakers series. You have to lose the first game. Then I think they're going to rattle off three in a row. AD's going to be fantastic. I think he's going to bully Montrez. I think he's going to bully their big men altogether. I think Marcus Morris is going to probably foul out, honestly, more often than not, or get ejected. You never know with him. Yeah. Or well, I mean, it's Morris versus Morris at this point, so it's going to be pretty entertaining. And then Dwight Howard's going to come in and someone's going to try and punk him, and then it's probably going to work, but the guy will get ejected for it. So, we'll... And then the, and Jamel McGee will come, Javel McGee will come in. Like Lakers are surprisingly deep, even though they didn't show it at all against the Rockets because that small ball, random six foot five, is just the minimum, is the maximum height requirement to start for the Rockets. That's just a weird team to play against. So I'm going to say they take it in sixth, then the Lakers and the Heat in the finals. I picked the Lakers before the season, but it I want to pick the Heat so bad because I think they match up really well. Jimmy's going to be in LeBron's face for all 43 minutes he plays or whatever it is. He's not going to get away from LeBron. Bam's going to go after AD the entire game. They're not going to give like they're not going to go away from you. Duncan Robinson, Tyler here we talked about. And they're going to space the floor. I mean, it's not going to be you can't leave them. You can't just collapse on Jimmy coming to the bucket. You can't collapse on Bam. But it's hard when you have LeBron and AD. They're two of the top five players in the world, arguably, depending on how you rate them, two of the top seven, however you want. It's hard to pick against them when Jimmy Butler's a top ten fringish player. Like, I have him probably in that eight to twelve-ish area. So that's they're just a little undermanned for the Lakers team. I think they match up better with the Clippers, weirdly enough, just the way they match up. But I'll give it to the Lakers, but I think it's seven. I think it's I think it's a hard fought series. They lose game one, like I just said, it's mandatory. Jimmy drops like forty. I think dunk I think at one or two of the games they just the Heat just shoot absolutely lights out and the Lakers are like, well, okay, not much we can do about that when Duncan Robinson's pulling off from my from Magic City basically with a mouthful of wings and he's still draining them. There's not much you could do there. So I'm gonna take the Lakers in seven, but I I'm gonna say Lakers over Heat in seven, but I think that's an even closer series than Lakers Clip Lakers Clippers. The Clippers just they've I don't want to say they've choked, but they've all but choked too many times. That's going to catch up to you. You can't just turn it off, turn it on, turn it off, turn it on, then run into LeBron and AD while they're playing the way they've been playing, especially because you got defense playing LeBron. That is a different monster when he's flying all over the place hosting block parties. Yeah, LeBron on defense is a great thing. I love watching LeBron on defense. When he's playing defense. Yeah, when he actually wants to play defense like he has in this bubble, and especially in the playoffs start of the bubble, like, all right, that dude's dirty. He's that dude again. And when he gets to come off ball and just help defend, it's like, oh, wait, you're playing like you're freaking Dikembe Mutombo flying all over the damn place. Like, Kuz, I get what you were saying when you said, you know, MVP and why it should be LeBron. I get it when I see this LeBron. When it's the normal LeBron we see in the regular season, which is, ha, 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 I could catch you, but I'm not going to. Oh, is that Dwight Howard not running me? Oh, I'm just going to keep walking. But I'm going to look like I'm running because, yeah, nobody can sweat my hustle. Oh, no, he, no, LeBron. He You're pulled slow. over. Oh, he did a crossover. I don't want to get my ankles broken. Let me just turn my hips a little bit. It's cool. Send him to Anthony Davis. Look, guys, I'm trying to make it until uh, until my son can make it to the NBA. I need you guys to stop trying to break my ankles. <laughs> That's LeBron's warning every every game in the pre in the regular season. 
Uh, and it looked like in the beginning of the bubble, too, and then he turned it on. So, uh, you know, I, I joked about the Clippers, I, me sticking with my Clippers pick. But honestly, I can't do it because you're going up against LeBron and AD, who right now are absolutely rolling. 4-1, 4-1 in two series. Literally not turning out, looking back, against probably one of the hottest players in the first series, against Dame. Like, I shut him down. Not one that didn't really shut him down. But they shut everything else down so he couldn't really affect the game. After game one, they're like, okay, we're going to let you get 25, but we ain't going to let you get 40. Yeah, so, you know, to, to get out of the conference finals, I actually have, you, you you know, DJ, you said the Lakers do it pretty easy in six. I have them doing it pretty easy in five. A gentleman sweep, huh? You think the Clippers just... They, oh, they there's going to be nothing gentlemanly about this 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 win. It's 100% going to be, yeah, we lose game one. Oh, but by the way, we're going to we're gonna skunk you next four games. Like, it's going to be 30, 20 points, 15... 20 like it's gonna be bad you think doc doesn't make any adjustments after that to maybe steal another game or it doesn't matter <laughs> it's not gonna matter the, the the biggest thing with this one is i i just keep coming back to paul george and the way he's been playing and it's not good enough if he if he had started game three of the series against the nuggets and he started slowly picking it up okay if they get if they even beat the nuggets which right now it's a 51 49 chance that they don't beat the nuggets Tenter to put money on the Nuggets if yeah, they're like, dogs, honestly. Like, it, it's it's close. It really is close and that they might not even make it into the, the conference championship. And to be honest, the way the bubble's gone, it wouldn't surprise me if the Nuggets do make it. They are that good of a team. I do have I did have them highly ranked in the regular picks to begin with, and they just showed me I was right, if not maybe wrong, because I didn't have them highly toted, touted enough. Like, really. I mean, the top two seeds are already down in the East. I mean, it's not unlike just the Lakers are the number one, are the highest seed left. They're the number one seed, but chances yeah. it's the one and two in the West, and then the not no one or two in the East. It's kind of yeah, uh, yeah, it's a little, a little so crazy. But no, so I mean, I have I have just the Lakers putting it to the Clippers after losing Game One. I think it's going to be like the Clippers are going to come out in Game One and they're going to be like, yeah, we keep we're rolling. Yeah, if they do even make it, it's going to be they're going to they're going to roll. This is why we've been struggling. We've been waiting for this. And LeBron's kind of just going to look a little bit, like, slow. But he's going to come out in game two, put up the first 15, and then go on from there. And uh, AD, by the way, is still a monster. Anybody who thinks otherwise, you're dumb. I don't, I don't see that. Meet AD in a dark dark alleyway and then let him tell you exactly what he thinks about him being soft. I wouldn't want to meet the man. You just wanted to be in the alleyway to see what happens, right? That's why you say me, you, and AD, right? Yes. Okay, you just want to be there to see it. All right? I was like, wow, I didn't realize you were going to be Anthony Davis' bodyguard now. Oh, God, no. He's going to be my bodyguard. Are you kidding me? <laughs> be like, this man right here, I don't pay him. He just looks out for me because he feels sorry for me. Like, <laughs> that's literally what it would be. Uh, but, no, so that, that that gives me Lakers-Miami in the finals. Um, you guys picked a whole lot of L.A. to win the, the, the finals, and I just keep looking at Miami. I'm like, it's a tough team to beat because you look at it and Bam is the one thing AD's always struggled with down low, and the reason why he doesn't play center is he doesn't like physicality down low. Well, Bam, I, and I say physical. I just made that joke about meeting Anthony Davis in an alleyway, and I realized how like counterintuitive that seems. But like, there's a difference between what Bam's about to do to AD versus AD being soft. Like AD is not soft by any means. He's strong. But Bam is a next level dude, strength wise. He's like Shaq, how Shaq was built when he came out of LSU. I will say Bam's a lot smaller than a lot of those centers he goes against, and that he's like six eight, six nine. So AD might actually not mind banging with him. I don't think he likes banging with Cat or Demarcus. Yeah. He like those Joel and be those I wouldn't true centers. Do, I, I wouldn't want to bang with them either. But Jokic, he doesn't like those true centers. He likes those tweeners like him, where he's like, okay, I'll bang with you. I just 
No, you you get away from me, Demarcus. I, no I, smoke. I think it's just the difference the way Bam plays. Bam plays like a true big man as a smaller big man. Like he plays yeah. like he will go in there and fight and claw and elbow his way through it. Whereas AD isn't really the elbower. Is he's more the finesse big guy. He can play like a Chris Bosh did, so he will do that yeah. to avoid and, it. Yeah. And so I don't think I think that that matchup in itself is really really interesting going into this game. Because that would be because, like you said, Jimmy is the guy who faces off against LeBron in this situation. Because, well, Jimmy is Jimmy, and he's the ultimate gamer on in the. And again, you know, when it comes down to gamers, I'm a big fan of the ultimate gamers in these situations. And I'll take somebody who's just going to put it all on the court versus somebody who's going to try to keep a little bit in the tank for something. And the one thing people are overlooking, if you think if you're one of those people that thinks that Andre Iguodala was that 2015 Finals MVP. He's on the heat, too, so if they match up, if you think he was really that big of a difference maker, the heat could just be like, hey, hey, Iggy, you know what? Go, go annoy LeBron for a little bit so Jimmy could get buckets real quick. And that's just it. He can come in and give you a couple a couple uh, possessions where he takes the pressure off of Jimmy. And is going to be a guy that he recognizes that. And he's, don't even be surprised if we see Kelly Olynyk match up against LeBron at a certain point in this game, in the series, just, just for like – just for stretches, Jake. yeah. Just just because Kelly Olynyk is the is a really athletic big guy, but now is he LeBron athletic? No, but is he kind of wily in that same way? Yeah, the the dude draws some fouls that you know what he his might big be. lanky self should not draw. And if all comes worse to worse, he does have a strong history of breaking breaking collarbones and forearms and stuff. So let's, let's not do that. <laughs> not saying he should, but I mean, that's, I don't want that. I don't want that marring this pick. But that is the reason because just there's so much versatility that can match up against the big two on the Lakers for the Heat that I think, you know, I do think that he can pull this one off. If they do, though, it is in seven. It's not going to be a six or a five. It's going to be. There will be blood. There's going to be two game winners in this game, in this series by the Heat, probably one by Jimmy and one by Hero. Hmm. Uh, Hero pulls off the magic. And then game seven, if they do win it, it would be, in my opinion, it's going to be one of those like the Lakers have a chance late, maybe miss a free throw with like down by five, and that just sort of separates the game. Uh, so I do have the Heat winning, and I do have them doing it in seven. You, I will say, like you said too, it, you talked about different ways bodies to throw LeBron. You could put Bam on LeBron, honestly, kind of yeah. like what the Spurs used to do with Boris Diaw. Not that they're going to guard LeBron one on one, but they're short, stocky. Well, not well, Boris Diaw was short, stocky, almost penguin <laughs> built. They just wouldn't let LeBron bully him, basically. And would just if you tried to drive by him, you'd drive him right into the help defense. Yeah. Bam's kind of the same way. It's just not he's a little more athletic on the perimeter. He could if you if LeBron tries to pull up, you're gonna have a center flying at you to contest your shot. If you drive by him, he's gonna drive you right into Olinick and those other big bodies to help like if And Olinick can step up big on A D too if he, if they do that. And exactly. that's just the thing. It's a shame that Miami doesn't have a not lazy inside his own head white side. Too bad they don't have like that 2015-16 white side that was trying to get his 2K <laughs> rating up right now. Guys, I think that would be such an ultimate difference maker in this game. But instead, him and Deion Waiters decided to go basically loco since then, and now they're both gone. But yeah, that's another thing. Does Deion Waiters, if he plays the Heat in the finals, does he try and take over the game and then go like 0 for 7 and have to get ejected or something silly? Yeah, I just there's just so much to, to, that matches up in this series. There's so many if ands or buts in the bubble to begin with. The, we're all just guessing at this point because we don't even know if the Nuggets are going to lose. Chances are they're going to win because we already have the, we all have them losing. Because then, of course, if the Nuggets win, everyone's like, "Oh, LeBron has the easy path to the finals. Oh, he doesn't even have to play the Clippers. He's so lucky. God, everything's they're going to discredit him if he wins. It's 
So honestly, I hope the Clippers win just for no other reason that if LeBron does get to the finals, they can't use the, oh, the Clippers excuse. All right, so hot take real fast. DJ, don't ex- no explanation, no nothing. If the Nuggets beat the Clippers, do they beat the Lakers? Not a chance. Not a chance. Well, let me phrase it. Let me phrase that. A chance. A chance. Okay, a chance. I'm. That's just curious. I, I'm interested in that one. But, Devin, what about you? If the Nuggets can yeah. beat the Clippers, do they beat the Lakers? Yeah, they take it to seven. Lose the first three games. First team ever to go from a 3-0 deficit and win it all. So you have so okay if they beat the Lakers then do you have the uh, they beat the Heat then is what you're saying? I, I yeah if they somehow beat the Clippers I think they're gonna I think they're just gonna keep doing it. So you it's think this game ridiculous thing? You think this game seven can catapult them to the bubble champions? I can, yes. You know I'm I not. Think they have the best one two punch. I think um, Nurkic not Nurkic I'm joking. Joker, the other one. <laughs> yeah, the other one. Um, I think they're the better one-two punch than LeBron and Anthony Davis. I think they just fit style, stylistically fit better than. I mean, I love LeBron. LeBron and Anthony Davis are monsters, but I just think with the amount that this team has had to grow just in the playoffs, and if they were to win another game seven. I think they have grown just enough to win the Lakers game, and I think they'll win the Heat game too. So you think momentum is just c- completely overtakes everything here? It overtakes goats. It overtakes everything. Yeah, I I gotta say I agree with I agree with Devin. I think if the Nuggets can beat the Clippers, there's something to say about this bubble and how crazy it's been for people and Jamal Murray in particular, being that dude, showing that he's that dude. This might be the step Jamal Murray needed in his career to go be that next team in the west that upsets the balance of power i will say that's why i changed mine from not a chance to a chance like yeah i don't want to there's just something to be said about how great lebron and anthony davis are because it's a one-two punch versus a one-two punch the ancillary parts can kind of cancel each other out i mean the nuggets are a little bit better supporting cast arguably yeah but then there's playoff rondo so who yeah who knows with rondo rondo is a wild card of all wild cards that we don't know whatever's going to show up playoff rondo it's a big three not playoff rondo it's a big two still so <laughs> yeah it's when you have the best point guard in the league in LeBron James, who is still the best point guard in the league when he's playing point, and Anthony Davis, the second best defensive big man, and probably the best four, like true power forward in the league. It's just so hard to pick. I think that's a let's see two on two of those. Let's take this to the NBA 2K Park and just watch them bang it out. Uh, leave I the would, rest. Leave the rest of them at home. These four will decide. I would pay anything to see that, and I, I will, I'm saying that saying that I love LeBron, but I think Joker is something else that we have. As as a big guy myself who grew up playing center and basketball, who loved to pass the ball, I'm literally looking at that like I'm like, God, why can't I have been ten inches taller? <laughs> I think we're all thinking that right now. <laughs> That's exactly how I grew up playing. I want to do that on the NBA level, and he's sitting here doing it, and he's excelling at it, and it's fun to watch. And I love this Jamal Murray as a player, as a guy, as what he's done off the court as well. He's one of those guys in the NBA we talk, we don't talk about enough that we should. But we talk about his Instagram plenty. But oh, absolutely. But we, you know, we he just he he does a lot of good things, and yeah, he has some goofy Instagram stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm being nice about it, <laughs> but no. So I just sit here and look at it. I'm just, I haven't beaten the Lakers in the conference finals, uh, but I, if I, they I, make it, if they make it, if the Nuggets can get there, and then I would also have them beating the, the Heat just because they are deeper. And Joker, we made the Batman reference earlier. Uh, you could. That's Joker, where you're the fine. Joker upsets Batman and Nightwing in the conference finals to go beat. I don't even know what to call Jimmy Butler because he's just a monster of a man. 
Batman and Joker beat Superman, I guess. I don't know. Like, no, nah, no, nah, he's not Superman levels crazy, but he's crazy. So who knows? We'll figure that one out when it comes. I mean, he was like supposed to be the next Space Jam guy, so who knows? Who knows? At this but point. they still have to get by the Celtics too, so we'll let that play out as well too. Yeah, this has been fun. We're down to five. As we it should be down to four, but Clippers want to clip, so. There are five left. This should be a fun way to end out the bubble. Devin, do you have any last-minute words? No, but I, one thing I do love is I love basketball in the bubble. I think basketball is just so much more energy right now. It's one of the things I love. Like Usually, I feel like most playoff games, unless it's like a seven-game series, nothing crazy happens. But like Every single game has felt like a game seven to me, so it's been super fun to watch. It's had a March Madness feel to it with NBA players, and I know they can't do this every year. It's pretty unreasonable unre- and unrealistic, but God, it's been fun for this just to get basketball back like this. This this makes me want that midseason tournament they kind of joked about doing a couple years ago. I would actually love to see it this way, and we joke about doing the three on threes, two on twos. Screw it, three on three NBA tournament. Every team in the bu- in a bubble, you play one game, best of three, or you know, best of three series, three on threes, and you just. Play it out, and I think that would be the most excitement. Find a way to do some funky stuff. I love it. You know, this is the chance to do it. So that does it for us tonight. Uh, Stay tuned. We do have a lot more coming up. You know, NFL just kicked off. We will be talking about the playoff, the bubble, once it, you know, gets closer. Once we actually know who's in the finals, we'll definitely have another episode. So stay tuned. And as always, thank you. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Buy four tires and get up to $200 in savings after rebate at Bell Tire's year-end sale. Or get even more in Bell Tire gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Plus, get tires as low as $49 after rebate. Get up to $200 in savings. Or get even more in gift cards, December 26th through January 7th. Get up to $200 in savings. And choose the lowest tire price, period, at Bell Tire. 100 years of getting folks safely back on the road fast and affordably. See store for details. Restrictions apply. Now open in Orland Park.